Good afternoon, good morning, wherever in the world you might be, you know everything. And I'm here, Nicole BZ, that's me. <laughs> I'm here to help you not just discover that, but truly believe it. I am going to talk about lots of things. That's what this entire series is about. It's my fascinations, my inspirations, and my desire for you to find your freedom. And I think I think you do that through business. I think that by finding your own livelihood, by taking yourself seriously, which is quite literally how I define business, that you can discover freedom in a way that you might not have experienced to date. And I think you do that through a variety of different strategies. I do not think there is one size fit all. I think that we need to be continually exploring systems and structures that can support us and also open to the fact that we are going to change. You, my friend, are evolving every single day. The you listening now is different than the you that woke up this morning. With that, shall we say, assumption that I am making, I wanted to talk a little bit about the number one secret to success. And if you've been paying attention for a little while, you know that I'm in a little bit of an ex content experiment. Uh, titles like that seem to be very, very popular. And although I find a lot of the information out there to be somewhat regurgitated and repetitive, I hope what we talk a little bit about today lands. Like I hope it sticks. I hope it, it shifts something in you. And, and not because like I am bestowing this wisdom and knowledge upon you, but that I am like kicking the dirt off something that you might have forgot you dropped, or I am opening a door to a space that you have yet to explore. And it is all within you. It is all knowledge that you have. I'm just kind of giving you permission or I am pulling back the velvet rope, allowing you to enter the very important concepts that I, I think we're going to be discussing today. I mean, the number one secret to the success, right? Like that sounds pretty important. Uh, it just so happens to be something that millions of people are asking the internet or YouTube or uh, chat GPT certainly combed <laughs> the World Wide web and decided that this was a very, very popular topic. And although I found, you know, as per uh, AI, the answer is to be somewhat, um, shall we say empty and again, like obvious. I don't know. I guess I'm creating this because I think I got something interesting to say about it. So first things first, let's get the woo, positive psychology, soft skills, uh, icky bit out of the way. You, my friends are perfect just the way that you are. And the sooner that you can come to terms with that, the sooner you're going to be able to understand your number one secret for success, because it truly is self-acceptance. You don't have to listen to the rest of the episode. I'm not even going to like save some surprise for the end. That's what this is about. Now, before you go, let me challenge you because I'm not sure you've gotten there yet to a hundred percent self-acceptance. And until we can understand exactly where we are, I don't know how the fuck you think you're going to get to where you want to go. As an ever-evolving being, once you understand how you work, who you are, how you show up, that is where the choice lies. That is where you find your freedom. Because in any moment, you have an opportunity. And if you can't see it, it's simply because you have yet to discover it. Now, by understanding who you are, how you work, 
your strengths and weaknesses, your likes and dislikes, your successes and failures, you can start to develop your own system. And so then you know when you're failing, when you're flailing, when you're freaking out, oh, I've done this before. It might be in a completely different situation. It might be response to a completely new stimulus. But there is some patterning within you. And not to say you can't change. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I am suggesting is the more familiar and compassionate you can be with you, firstly, that's going to extend to everything that you do. But secondly, it's going to allow you to evolve at like a breakneck speed, like, like exponentially faster than what you have been accustomed to. So not only am I saying you can change, I'm saying you can change instantly but it's by recognizing where you're at in this moment. And then by allowing yourself to dream bigger, badder, more embarrassingly than you ever have before and being gracious with the space that you give yourself to understand, okay, to get there, I'm going to have to try something completely different than what I've been doing to get here. So stop looking for something to fix. There's nothing fucking wrong with you. If you keep looking for problems, I guarantee you will find them. I'm not saying that there are no places of improvement available to you. What I'm asking you is how much time and energy is of, do you have available to continually keep trying to be the perfect, bestest, highest version of yourself? Like, this is where other people, other tools, other resources can become invaluable because you can use them to not just support or complement, but augment what makes you you and release what like actually is a part of you. So uh, if you've listened to me before, then you've heard me say, I am not details oriented. There are many issues with that. Mainly uh, I can be a little frustrating because my calendar is kind of a nightmare. Um, there are typos across everything that I do. Yeah. I'm sure there's like many, many uh, problems that are perceived through my lack of attention to detail. I'm just not really aware of them because I invest in resources to compensate. I am a big picture thinker. So you know what not paying attention to the details has allowed me to do? Live in six different countries. Um, own at least 20 different properties at this point in my life. Uh, it's allowed me to start flipping properties even though I'd never done a renovation project in my entire life. I started, I've saved, started, or shuttered over 50 businesses now because I'm a big picture thinker. I say yes, I get excited about things and I let the details work themselves out. So I work with people who are obscenely detail-oriented and somehow we manage to be a beautiful synergy because I can stay focused on the final destination, the moving parts, all of the pieces, the different systems and patterns, the resources we have available while well, they can hone in on the minutia and it works beautifully. But if I was just focused on surrounding myself with people who reflected me and made me feel comfortable and did what I do, we'd have a, we would have a real problem. And if those detail oriented people couldn't appreciate the fact that they get to hone in on the next hour and that's the only thing they need to worry about and they can work incredibly linearly and set up whatever organizational systems that they want and I will follow their lead. Like we would, we would get really frustrated with each other. So one of the, I think, stumbling blocks that we have 
Firstly, is we've been programmed to think like we're fucked up and we've got to fix it. And I think like there's, there's, there's use in that exploration. And, and most likely that's what's gotten you to this moment right now, listening to me as you're looking for that secret to success. Right. But at some point we get to stop continually fixing ourselves and accept ourselves for who we are. And, and the first step in that is recognize your strengths are directly related to your weaknesses. Um, I think about my father who has created an unbelievable amount of success for someone who is essentially born in a sewer in uh, the communist um, occupation in Warsaw, Poland, right? And he might also be defined as an obscene narcissist. I love you, dad. You're not watching. It's fine. Uh, he used to get voted the biggest asshole at his place of work every year. And it was kind of a running joke because he didn't care. <laughs> like He's been to every single soft skills development workshop that management could possibly dream up. And he's always complained about them, thinks he's smarter than the teacher and essentially uses it as an exercise to demonstrate his brilliance, which he does with a plume. It is his ability to be so uh, self-absorbed that is why he was able to create the success that he has and literally become one of the best in the world at what he does. He travels around the world speaking and is hired to do that because of his reputation, not because of his personality. So... Like I was raised from a very young age to be able to recognize that. And I think if we look at like Greek mythology, oftentimes like people that were blind were psychic. People with super strength had like the craziest little weakness ever. You know, you cut their hair and they lose all of their strength. So we, we were very familiar with this concept of balance. It takes all kinds to each their own. One size does not fit all, right? Like we have those colloquialisms, those little sayings, because we recognize with great power comes great responsibility. So when you find yourself repeatedly bullying yourself for having another problem, firstly, understand like that, that's an opportunity for you to understand your values. What is most important to you? And so like, I talk a lot about mine, fun, freedom, excellence, and adventurous. Now you would think excellence might, <laughs> might inform my typos as an example, but I don't actually think a typo has anything to do with excellence. I think the amount of people that I'm able to stay in communication with, the amount of inf the like incoming um, connection requests that I get and, and content that I'm putting out there, like just simply being able to maintain that feels like excellence to me. If there's a fucking typo in it, I don't care. And that is because perfection is not my value. Excellence is doing my best is. So uh, I worked that out all by myself and I get to honor that just for me. Values will help you understand what is most important to you and they will let you off the hook in a way that you can stop beating yourself up for something that might not be important to you. However, it might be really important to somebody else. So if you find yourself continually kind of butting heads with somebody, take that step back. The reason I became aware of the fact that I am not detail oriented is my very first uh, supervising manager at my first big girl job when I first started working in the music industry. And I was asked to kind of be an all-rounder and work in all of these different companies. Um, and my supervisor said, you're not detail-oriented. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Meanwhile, I was making myself so indispensable that I found myself as her supervisor in three months. So take from that story what you will. But 
Being detail-oriented is really important if you are a bookkeeper or an accountant. It might not be that important if you are an entrepreneur or a creative or a visionary. Okay, okay. Honor and identify each other's values or the situational values that are at hand. And if there is a conflict, just simply make space for it. If someone needs you to be like, like I, I have people that tell me about my typos. They're, they're friends, they're, they're peers. Um, and on the one hand, I can say thank you so much for letting me know about that. And uh, I've had people then tell me like, this is really damaging your career. Anybody who is going to cancel me or fire me because of a typo is probably not going to work very well with me anyway. I'm okay with that. Like that's negotiating the space. Um, a very obvious other example is if you're someone who family is number one to you and you find yourself having to continually push back deadlines, um, perhaps you're letting some other people down in terms of expectations because there's something going on with your family. That's a perfect example of calling attention to the fact, hey, family is super important to me. Deadlines are super important to you. Um, I am always going to put family first. That might mean that some deadlines are missed. Is that something we can tolerate? Can we work out some non-negotiable deadlines? In which case, I'll have to disappoint myself, potentially my family. Your family may not have the same expectations that you do either. The point being, when we find ourselves continually coming into conflict, and we want to get very judgmental in regards to like individual deliverables. And my experience, that's often a value conflict around our strengths and our weaknesses, our priorities, um, what we deem as being demonstrable of success. So simply just make a plan for both. Okay. I got a little into the weeds there a little bit early, but I, I wanted to call that out because in terms of self-acceptance, when we learn to love ourselves, what we're saying is like, my best qualities are what's most important to me. Now, why does this matter? I talked about this in, a, in an episode I did a long time ago in terms of like goal setting theory. When we're able to understand where we're at and accept it, that allows us to build confidence and self-esteem. In goal setting theory, we first actually need to believe that we can do it. Setting an unreasonable or unreachable goal is setting yourself up for failure. And then that will start to think of ourselves as being failures. When we can reframe it as, oh, that goal was just actually not doable for probably a whole variety of different reasons. Let's, let's change the goal. Let's move the target. When we know we can hit it, then we can start pushing it back. I just shared that in the last episode. So I'm absolutely repeating myself. But there is, there are plenty of, of studies out there that prove when people can accept who they are, they are more likely to believe in their own abilities, which allows them to take bigger risks, which allows them to persevere, which allows them to achieve more. Now, I'm pretty sure you're watching this because you want to be successful. So the number one secret to success turns out is self-acceptance. Now you might be saying, um, if I had accepted myself back when I was a raging nightmare asshole and everybody told me I had a huge attitude problem and I'd lacked attention to detail and I mouthed off to my employers all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I might not be here talking to you right now. Oh, was that, was that me? Not you, just me. Okay. What I'm saying is when we can love ourselves, then we can make a plan for improvement. So in those instances, a very real feedback that I got, I decided that I should probably shut up and learn something. So I decided to try and ask questions rather than make statements, which for a large part of my youth, I did not do. I simply made statements of fact. 
um, realized that I did, I did definitely have a thing or two to learn. And so purposefully crafted, um, an attitude. It was a character that I played that was like the student and, um, the, the humble, uh, um, beginner. Why self-acceptance matters. It is quite literally how we build resilience, how we build perseverance and how we can improve from a place of what's like positivity. Like if we're continually berating ourselves and beating ourselves up, that is exhausting. Um, and you're probably watching this because that's not working for you anymore. You're looking for a secret. You're looking for a fast pass and actually just being like, you know what? I'm pretty great. Uh, just the way I am. And also there's probably like a really amazing opportunity for me. Gosh, I have said that at least every episode now in a row. So there's something there for sure. It's going to allow for new and unique ways for you to improve, to show up. Okay. Uh, one of the things I work with people pretty regularly on is creating an action plan. So let's say you want to be a better public speaker. I could probably work on that. <laughs> Uh, sign up for some workshops, go to some meetups, practice some pitches, go to some networking opportunities, make the goal, not like who did I meet, but just literally, did I, did I speak out loud in front of other people for at least 10 minutes today, tonight, this week, when you, when you actually identify some things you'd like to improve and then put some opportunities to do that on the calendar, it's, it's different than just continually beating yourself up for who you are. The goal is to just create 1% of change a day. And maybe it's a little bit about not doing things. Uh, something I identified, I had beat myself up for, for a really long time is I don't speak other languages fluently. If you get out of the United States, pretty much everybody else in the world does. And I thought we were idiots. I thought it was lazy. I know that speaking other languages unlocks the way that your brain works. It can open you up to new ways of thinking and creativity and concepts. The language frames our thoughts, right? So I really, 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 really wanted to learn another language. It has literally been on my own like personal goals list for at least 10 years. And I finally got myself into a position where I felt like I had the space and I had the resources to invest in a one-on-one -on -one teacher. And I decided that I would actually invest in learning Spanish because I think for the United States, that's unbelievably important. Um, and I'm embarrassed that I don't speak Spanish. And I did this for not quite a year. My circumstances changed and priorities shifted. I evolved instantly due to some stuff happening. And I had to be very, very clear on what was most important to me because I was not going to be able to in incorporate everything. And when I looked at my commitment to learning Spanish, I realized I was not doing really anything outside of it. I talked a lot about doing things outside of it, like going to meetups and making my friends who are native or fluent speakers in Spanish speak to me in Spanish, listening to podcasts and watching TV shows and movies and music. I wasn't doing any of it. And I'm a big believer in um, you will invest in what's most important to you. How do you know it's a priority? Because you're giving it time and attention. I had to let the Spanish thing go and I could have beat myself up about it. I definitely could have looked at how much money I had invested and how much time I had spent trying to learn, or I could just simply accept the fact that like, at least at this space in my life right now, learning another language isn't a priority. And in as much as I thought it was, when I look at my behaviors and my habits, it simply wasn't. And I can move on. Accepting who you are 
and where you're at allows for your ultimate success. Because in that moment, well, to make it, to bring it back to that story and that conclusion, what I was able to do was prioritize fun, freedom, excellence, and adventure. I took the space and the energy and the financial investment and was able to give that essentially to the people in my life that I needed to be there for in that moment. And that it was a, an extended period of time. And I don't have any guilt about it. There's, I mean, there's disappointment that I'm not this amazing, uh, I wanted to say polygot. I don't think that's the right word, but you know, speaker of multiple languages. Maybe that, maybe that will change. If that is something that is that important to me, then it will absolutely be something that I can make space for when I have the, the space again. But we create our own success by meeting ourselves where we're at and creating a plan and building that system. And I, I talk a lot about this. The way that you work is uniquely you. And if you hate yourself, if you beat yourself up for being you, I don't know how you're ever going to understand your own blueprint for success, your own system, your own strategy. And I definitely don't know how you're going to recognize in moments of change, in moments of choice, where you can react to a situation and, and go into that sort of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response. Or you can recognize this is a very stressful moment and I have choices available to me right now. It feels like an either or. I feel like I'm stuck in a binary fight, flight, freeze, fawn. You know, but those are either ors, right? But ultimately, we always have multiple choices available to us. And with practice, we can understand my strengths play to this situation in this way. My unique abilities will give me, will inform me of the choices available. And when I know what the right thing, the good thing feels like for me, that's all I have to figure out in this moment. I, I might not even need to act in this moment. In fact, this might be time to take a beat, take a knee and just allow this wave to crash. By practicing self-compassion and kindness towards yourself, you recognize that life happens, right? And each moment of doubt, of fear, of freak out is this space for you to start playing with your, your best self. That sounds like back to the like soft skills, woo, super cheesy, but it's so true. And when you can give yourself a break that you, you find that space to go, okay, what, what should I really do here? If it's that scary, you probably haven't been here before. So rather than just repeating old negative patterns or beating yourself up or blaming yourself for it or trying to take control for it or, or needing to even act immediately, pause, practice that self-compassion. Remember, you got here. You've gotten through everything else. You're going to get through this too. Challenge that negative self-talk and you know, something I do in those moments is I say, like, I just haven't discovered, you know, what's coming next, the opportunity. If I don't know what to do right now, I don't have enough information. If this feels impossible or like I'm stuck in the binary, I actually need to stay here a little bit longer because I logically, linearly know there are endless opportunities. And right now I feel like I have not lose or lose. <laughs> And those two suck. So I'm just going to hit pause for a second. That, that is my strength. 
I've practiced that enough that that that's the adventurous value that I bring to. I don't know what's going to happen. That's kind of the whole fucking point. I like surprises. I like I actually like falling over because it's a pretty boring story if everything just goes perfectly and according to plan. That's my own approach. What's yours? When you learn to let go of past mistakes, focus on the present moment and accept exactly what's happening. I, I hear a lot of people talk about this. You kind of go limp. It's interesting what happens. And my whole training is built around this uh, ethos that by intentionally choosing our perspective, our attitude, our mindset, our energy in a situation, we effortlessly create success. When we're stuck in that poor me, fuck you energy, mindset, perspective, habits, patterning, everything becomes more difficult because we're fighting against what's inevitable. That is effortful. So you can create success easier and faster than you ever have before without doing anything more. Self-acceptance is that, that lack of action yielding ultimate results. And when you surround yourself with positive, supportive people, they might all exist on the internet. <laughs> they might not know you're there, but this will help you entrain to that positivity, that woo, soft skill, positive psychology might feel gross at first, fake it till you become it vibe that like it's annoying because you see those people who are so present and so positive and everything works out for them. Why? Because they don't understand a reality where that's not just the norm. They totally accept who they are, no matter how annoying you think they are. It works for them. And lastly, of course, and obviously, if you need professional expert support, please get it. If self-acceptance feels impossible, if you feel like you have been stuck in a rut forever and there's no getting out, get help. Please respond below. I can point you in a million directions. If that feels way too um, like public, you can get in the Discord community. The link is below. It is free to join. You can send me a private message uh, and we'll figure it out. I can't tell you how many people I've pointed to resources, to financing, to finances, to experts, to the support they, they in their acute situation deserve. And you were, you were there, my friend. So if after all of this, it still feels um, impossible, hopeless, I mean, firstly, thank you for watching. Wow. Uh, secondly, you're, you're ready. You're ready to take that next step. Uh, and it might be as cheese balls staring at the mirror. And instead of thinking like, wow, I wish I had a better chin. It's like, I look amazing and I am so grateful for this very expressive face that has served me well for the last few decades. Or the next time you look at your bank account, instead of thinking like, I'm never going to get out of this, I'm a failure. You can look at the fact that you have access to a bank at all. Most of the world has yet to be able to claim that privilege. Um, there, there is always a reframe available for you. And here's the thing, you don't have to believe it. If you practice it enough, one day you'll wake up and it'll just feel like the truth for you. I guarantee that it is the freest, most accessible, 
instant shift that you can make. Just choose to pretend. There are crazy things happening all around this world. There are crazy things that you're going to have done. And we can dwell and focus on those 100%. They're, they're real. I'm not saying it is not real. You can also choose in this moment right now to draw a line in the sand and recognize everything you've created, everything you've survived, and everything that's possible for you. So as I'm saying this, I realize this is probably like a little less business, but if you want to be effective in business and lead, <laughs> you better love yourself. Because it is a very, uh, it's, it's challenging on the best of days. And if you're continually beating yourself up, um, you're going to make it impossible. So I think that's all I got. Uh, yeah, I love you. I think you're perfect. Thank you for being here. I definitely think you're perfect because you're here. <laughs> you know where to find me, NicoleBZ.com. I generally have lots of fun things happening. So check out whatever the next offering is there. Get in the Discord community. That's where I'm spending most of my time and energy. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you. I love you. Bye.